So I love those moments when Torah in its own mischievous way introduces a theology as radical today as it was for the Israelites wandering in the wilderness. It's the simple but bold idea that God's presence on earth is revealed through human beings and experienced through the marvel of nature. This week's Torah portion, Yitro, provides such a moment. The main event this week is the Jewish people's pinnacle moment, Matan Torah, the giving of the Torah from God to Moses atop Mount Sinai, etched by God's finger on two stone tablets carried down the mountain by Moses. It's in the anticipation of this peak moment of revelation at Mount Sinai that allows the biblical authors to insert a sleight of hand. Let me draw your attention to it because it teaches us a fundamental Jewish value. The narrator at the beginning of the Torah portion tells us Jethro, Moses's father-in-law, brought Moses's sons and wife to him in the wilderness, where he was encamped at the mountain of God. So let's take a step back to recall how Jethro fits into the story to begin with. As Isaac finds Rebekah and Jacob finds Rachel, Moses, too, meets his wife, Zipporah, at a water well. What a beautiful metaphor in and of itself. Water, the source of life that requires us in the desert to dig deep, emerges as love to nourish our souls. And who is Zipporah? the daughter of Jethro, the Midianite priest. Moses marries outside of the tribe. All of this happens before Moses meets God at the burning bush, before Moses confronts Pharaoh to let my people go. Now, having crossed the Red Sea safely, we meet Again, Jethro, as Moses is encamped at the mountain of God, otherwise known as Mount Sinai. Jethro, though a foreigner, shows great respect for the Israelite people and their God. Jethro quietly observes his son-in-law Moses, meeting with the Israelites from dawn to dusk, helping to settle disputes and offer advice. In a non-threatening way, Jethro suggests to Moses and asks, what is this thing you are doing to the people? Why do you act alone while all the people stand about from morning until evening? 
sometimes it takes the eyes of an outsider to help us see what's in front of us. The Israelites are getting frustrated, waiting for their moment with Moses, and Moses is burning out because he's carrying the burdens of the community alone. Jethro recommends that Moses set up a judiciary of capable, trustworthy members of the community to establish a model of shared leadership. The text tells us that Moses heeded Jethro's advice, put the new system of justice into place. So be on your toes now. After saying goodbye to Jethro, the opening verse of the very next chapter reads, on the third new month after the Israelites had gone forth from the land of Egypt, on that very day, they entered the wilderness of Sinai. There you go. That was the sleight of hand. My guess is there are not many of you raising your hands now saying, stop the music. That's why, for most of us, it's good to have a guide when you're hiking in the wilderness. It's easy to miss signs along the way. So let me point this one out. At the beginning of the Torah portion, Moses was encamped at the mountain of God, Mount Sinai. Following that, as we just read, Moses and the Israelites have not yet arrived at Mount Sinai. Their chronology is out of order. The journey to Sinai should have been told before recounting a significant event that took place at Sinai. Unlike a magician's misdirection, the biblical writers want us to notice that something isn't right here. The currency of Torah study is asking questions. In this case, what are we to learn from this chronological conundrum? Why are these stories out of order? And there are two answers worth considering. One is the role of the non-Jew in Judaism. Yes, we are a tribal people to be sure, Yet this parasha seeks to preempt tribalism, bleeding into nativism. The belief that we are Jews is meant, it, the belief that we are Jews um, are meant to cloister ourselves from the world, that foreigners can only be a bad influence. Well, that's a belief that is questioned here. Here we have Moses considered the greatest Israelite prophet who ever lived, is both married to a Midianite, Zipporah, and heeds the advice of the Midianite, of his Midianite father-in-law, Jethro. 
In the chapter that follows Jethro's impact on Moses and the Israelite community, we eventually arrive at Sinai for the giving of the Ten Commandments, arguably the single moment that forever distinguishes the Jewish people. Torah is Eitz Chaim He. It is the tree of life for those who hold fast to it. Its ways are ways of pleasantness and all its paths are peace. Rabbi Shai Held teaches us just before a moment of encounter with the magnificent presence of God, just before the revelation of divine guidance for how Israel ought to live, Exodus stops to teach us a lesson. There is wisdom among the nations and there is wisdom to be found through the use of reason to evaluate a situation and the needs at the moment. In other words, we can be secure to open ourselves to the wisdom of the world without diminishing the centrality of Torah in our lives. This is a tension within Torah and within the Jewish community today. Yes, we want to ground ourselves in Torah and Jewish ritual, yet must we do it at the expense of other influences? This week's Torah portion with the story of Jethro invites us to be more expansive. The repetition of the story in the book of Deuteronomy is not so comfortable with expansiveness and chooses to leave the Jethro story out altogether. Yet the beauty and power of Torah comes from the inclusion of these tensions and contradictions laid side by side. We can explore our sacred texts without being apologist or defensive about things that make us uncomfortable. If we are open to seeing it, Torah, Torah is teaching us that Torah itself is not enough. If we can open our arms wide enough, Torah teaches us that we can joyfully include the mixed multitude amongst the Jewish people and that we are stronger because of it. Perhaps it even grounds us with greater pride in being Jewish. Shabbat Shalom.